give the untypical answer. Um, the first thing I would get is a mentor, right? Um, now I'm not saying choose me as a mentor. I may, I may not be your guy. I, it doesn't matter to me, but for me, it was extremely, extremely important for me to find a coach and a mentor. And I'm gonna tell you the difference of those real quick. A coach is somebody who specializes in your area you're looking to go into. So if I'm playing basketball, I want to get a basketball coach. I'm not going to get a, yeah. a croquette, a croquette coach or whatever it's called, right? Like that doesn't, doesn't make sense. I want to get somebody that's played the game that understands the game and that's excelled at a very high level and watch this and can articulate an easy to understand language, how to help me win. I, I want somebody that has proven results. Now a mentor is somebody that may be in your field and that's willing to pour their life's example into you. The only way you can get a mentor is when you identify yourself as worthy for mentorship, not paying for a program. All right. Like, let's just be clear. Right. So for me, the first thing I had to do was I had to find an example. I had to find an example of somebody that was successful in the insurance business. Um, huge shout out to my big bro. I love him to life. Uh, mentor, coach of mine. His name is Troy Miles. Troy Miles. And um, just an incredible, incredible man, incredible father, incredible husband, a great guy. But he was one of my first mentors. He was one of the first people I saw that was doing what I intended to do. He had the home, the cars, he had the faith, he had the, the, the history, he was transparent, he was authentic. And I was like, you know what? I want to do what you do. The second thing I had to do is I had to commit to the process. Now watch this. More importantly, I had to commit to my process because everybody's process looks different. Hmm. And that process is going to look like many different things. I used to tell people all the time, I think I've always been given this gift to be able to communicate. But the truth of the matter is my talent always got me somewhere where my character did not keep me. So the interesting thing about being an entrepreneur is an entrepreneur is basically you signing up, someone putting a glass mirror in front of you, kind of like Snow White, right? You know how Snow White used to be able to yeah. say, mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the fairest? Entrepreneurship is basically you having that same mirror, you walking up to it and saying, mirror, mirror on the wall, what I desire from my life is, and you listing all the things. And then the mirror goes, perfect. I can give you all of that, but first, I need you to become a better father, to become a better husband, to become a better leader, to become more organized, to be a better communicator, to learn how to grow, to learn how to love, love people, to learn how not to judge people, to learn that no matter what people do, you're going to love them anyway. You're going to learn, have to learn how to go in and out of different communities that may be unfamiliar to you. You're going to have to learn business ethics. Like there's a bunch of things that you're going to have to do in order to have what you've asked for. But the problem for many people is that's where they quit. They say, whoa, I didn't ask for all that. And so we end up settling for a life that's subpar to what we were created for in the first place. So all I did was I committed to my process. I can't, I can't even tell you on this call everything that I personally had to grow through in order to get to where we are. Wow. Every single level, it's been heavy, but it's all been worth it. 
Wow, 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 wow. That that's that's pretty amazing. And one thing I can say, you know, through this interview, you keep going back to like mindset and how mindset relates to, you know, getting a sale. So my question is, in order for a sale to work out, like if you were supposed to sell me life insurance, you know, what should the person's mindset be? You know, what's the psychology that plays a role in making sure you get that sale, you know? Um, so what, what would you say to someone who is in, this, in the business of sale, but they struggling because they don't have that mindset? Yeah, well, first and foremost, I need to be sold on the product. But more importantly, I need to be sold on the person that I'm going to be assisting. And, and so what I teach in sales is that instead of us focusing so much on the specifics of the product, let's understand who our potential client is. Because if I can understand them, if I can understand their mentality, if I can understand their wants, their desires, their distrust, their needs, their mindset, their background, their current living conditions, if I can intimately see that person and what they're going through, now I can speak their language. See, I see the reason why I see so many salespeople struggling is because they're speaking their language, but not the language of their client. Right. Because if you learn, if you learn all the products, I'm, I'm in the insurance business. Right. Like, I don't even know the products that well. Right? Like, but I don't need to. Right. Like, I'm, I'm a top one percent earner in my industry. But what? Like, I don't need to know the dividends. And, the, and, and the, no, because my client doesn't care about that. They don't. They don't know what you're talking about. And so what ends up happening is you're talking about all the features of your product. You're talking about, hey, this is going to, you know, it's a whole life policy and it's an index policy and it's a term policy and blah, blah, blah. And you're using all these terms that are going over your client's head when all they really care about is the result. Like I heard somebody say it best, stop selling all the pieces and just sell the result. In other words, don't sell the plane ride, sell the vacation. Because the yeah. truth of the matter is, if I told you right now, hey, here's what I need you to do. I'm going to need you to show up at the airport about two hours early. And once you arrive there, <laughs> I want you to make sure that you have all of your bags packed the right way. Because if they're not 50 pounds and you're not going to be able to get on, make sure that you have your driver's license pulled out already. Because if not, they may make you stand in line again. And typically the line is going to have about 25 to 30 people in front of you. Now, once you get through that line, you're going to have to go through a security checkpoint and you're going to have to take off pretty much all of your clothes. And if for whatever reason you have something in your bag that may be a little questionable, they may completely take away your privacy, right? Like literally. Now, if you get through that part, then you're going to have to go to another waiting area. And in that waiting area, maybe about 45 minutes, you might have to sit next to somebody you don't necessarily like. Hopefully, once you get on the plane, now that you're on the plane, hopefully you're not sitting next to somebody that accidentally farts and they have COVID. That might be nasty, right? But once you actually get on the plane, it's only about a five and a half to six hour ride. Once you get off the plane, then you're going to go through another security checkpoint, wait for your bags, which could take a while. Matter of fact, there is a slight chance that your bags may be relocated to a completely. Like, if I told you all that, you would not care if the destination was Hawaii. You'd be no, like, no. you'd be like, I'm cool. Like, yeah. I'm it's good. Like, I'll skip it. But if I tell you all about what you're going to see and experience in Hawaii, it doesn't matter what you have to go through to get there. Because all you're thinking about is Hawaii. 
So in the sales process, the reason why most people fail is because they're selling everything except for the result. All your client cares about is that. But guess what? You can only do that with certainty and confidence when you commit to your craft. And I see so many sales agents and salespeople not committed to their craft. What they're really in it for is a quick buck. They're really in it because they heard there's money in it. They heard that it's a play, that it's a way to create income. Not, okay, this is in alignment with the purpose that God put on my life. This is in alignment with what I do well. This is something I'm willing to make my name synonymous with. And because that never happens, you can't have the level of certainty that's required to excel in your chosen endeavor. And that's why most people fail as entrepreneurs, because they're curious, but not committed. Wow. Interested, but not committed. See, when you're inter interested in something, you'll do what's convenient to you. But when you're committed to it, you'll do whatever it takes. Uh